What's up, guys, and welcome to this episode of Fitness Business Secrets. I'm your host, Brad Bedford, and today, really excited to have a special guest, Jackson Chen from ACR365. Jackson, welcome. I'm always pleased to be here. Right. Excellent. Great to have you here. And today, we're speaking about you know automations versus manual follow-up mm. and what, what people should be doing, you know, essentially during their first five days of a lead coming into their inbox. What should be automated, what should be manual, and what's going to win? But before we dive in, run me through. How's, how's things been going for you over the last couple of weeks in regards to you know setting up automations? I know you've had a heap of new accounts come on board. Yeah. What are you seeing happening at the moment? No, we have we had a heap of new accounts coming on board over the last month or so. Like you know, uh, and and what's really interesting is that um, we've seen a lot of these people coming on board with the with the intent of wanting to have the bookings automated, get it booked in, so that they can obviously free up more time. What has been working is that we find that if you're not getting them booked in within the first forty eight hours, that you're you're the, there's a massive drop off off the back end of that. And I think this is why we want to be talking about this particular process is that we we would need to really really let the fitness professionals understand is that the automation is a great tool, but it's also a supplementation to your business. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't <laughs> agree more. You know, and I think a lot of, a lot of people are like, you know, as much as we want to think and believe people are just going to opt in and buy our product in the fitness industry. It's not something that happens a huge amount. Generally, people need to have some sort of conversation with someone. So getting them onto a phone call or into a consultation as quick as possible is is definitely, you know, imperative to the growth of any fitness facility, yep. whether it's online or, or face-to-face. And this is where I think that the automations being a, a supplementation to help you, you know, increase the speed that you can do things and also the volume yeah. that you can do things, but not take over things you need to do still. Absolutely. I think there's so much stuff going on because with all these chat GPCs, IR bots out in the marketplace, there's been a massive influx of people, you know, in a way they're saying, we'll have AR booking calls for you. It's almost like saying, you don't have to do any work and you just go and, and go just run some ads and you're going to have your calendars filled in completely full and all that kind of stuff. What people don't realize is the amount of money you're going to spend to make that happen. And there is, there is, there, there are, there are a lot of different metrics we need to track to make sure that actually works. Like overall, for most of the people that we work with, the small businesses, you don't have a thousand dollars a day to burn on a day, on a daily basis. That you're looking to get 10, 20 leads is already fantastic, but you want to make sure you get the most out of those 10 leads and also make sure you get the most sales out of those leads as well too. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also something that's going to take some time to actually catch on, right? Because mm. people like me, like I still like speaking to someone, you know, like yeah. if I can tell us like, oh, email the chat bot and get an answer. I'm like, I can just jump on a phone call and speak to someone and solve it. That's what I'll do, right? <laughs> yeah, So, exactly. you know, we're still working in that, like people aren't, um, there are people like us that are in the industry or in industry and keeping up to date, it's fine. We understand what's happening. Mm. I've still got friends that have no idea what chat GPT is, not, not yeah. a clue in the world. So yeah. when we start speaking about automations and all this sort of stuff, it's great, but there's also going to be a, a lag in people actually catching on. So starting to get some things implemented into your business in regards to you know, AI and automations is definitely good, mm-hmm. but we need to be still doing some manual work and some, some lifting ourselves. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What I want to run through, you know, at the moment is, you know, a lot of people essentially 
chew through leads in their first seven to 14 days mm-hmm. and they're unsure what to do. Um, and, you know, we speak about this quite a lot inside of our inner circle coaching calls, but um, I want more people to, to optimize what they're doing in regards to their ad spend and getting leads. Yeah. And a couple of posts on my socials, but I wanted to really do this podcast to run through what I've sort of found to be best practice during the first 14 days, what's worked and helped us you know, grow from three locations to seven. And what we did in regards to manual heavy lifting and what we automated, and then get your thoughts in regards to what um, you know you would automate if you add anything to it, yep. or if you'll just tweak it and, and go yep. from there. So that's what yep. I really want to dive into today. Hundred percent, yeah, for sure. So I think as, at the moment, let's speak about leads coming in from from paid marketing. So a lead comes into your inbox, all right? Mm-hmm. It lands through to Facebook. For me. The first thing we did, we had it set across to a software, um, ACR365. So the lead came into our software. Okay. From there, we also personally, I received a text message to say that a lead had come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what we did in regards to automations for the coach to yeah. know a lead had came in. Now, the reason we did that was so I could get speed to dial. Yeah. Again, the faster we can get in contact with someone, the increase of likelihood of us actually speaking to them. So I received a text message within 10 minutes. The client received a phone call. All right. From me, ideally within the first 20 minutes. Okay. Ideally. Now, sometimes that obviously wasn't able to be done. Hmm. So we would call them in the first 20 minutes. Now, the other thing we would do in regards, I'm going to run through manual first. So 20 minutes of phone call, two hours later, we would then do a second phone call. Mm-hmm. And then that evening, we would also do a phone call. Okay. So phone call, phone call, phone call. So three phone calls for the day. Now at each of those phone calls, I would do what I call a double dial. So I would call. If the person wouldn't pick up, I would then hang up and phone them straight back. Now, a couple of reasons to do this. A, through a lot of smartphones, you can actually turn off and redirect people whose number you don't have in your phone book. Mm-hmm. So if it's an unknown number, it goes straight to voicemail. Okay. Yeah. So it gets around that. The second thing is telemarketers use speed dial software to call to call people, right? Yeah. You obviously can't double dial through an auto dialer. So it also gets around that. And if you receive a phone call from someone and they hang up and they call you straight back. And you, even if you don't know the number, you think it's something urgent, right? Yeah. So more than likely, it does statistically, you know, increases your pickup rate, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was the first day essentially in regards to phone calls. Now, they would get a text message, obviously, at the first call. Hey, it's Brad here from TBC. You opted in for our challenge, wasn't able to reach you. Is there a good time to chat today? And then the PM text message would just be a text message with a booking link. Essentially, yep. hey, Brad here, wasn't able to chat today. Feel free to book in a time tomorrow that suits you with a booking link. So what we've done during the first essentially 12 hours of them opting in, they've had six attempted phone calls, two text messages, and we would also send one automated voicemail drop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be our automation that we would send. We would send an automated voicemail drop, and that would happen within the first five minutes of them opting in. 
How does that look for you, Jackson? What would you add? Like looking at automations and the softwares that you have, what would you add in regards to automations that you might add to that first 12 hours? Or is that what you sort of see happening at the moment? Yeah, I think I think if anything, that is an ideal working scenario. I think what you just said in terms of automation and manual is the perfect combination. Like that, that is exactly how we teach all our clients to do. Uh, a lot of people, one thing I will say that there will be people that will listen to this and go, I don't have the time to be able to get to them within the first 20 minutes. We understand that because we've all been there. We've all been been on the floor, running classes, doing a hundred things at once. This is why the automation in that first 30 minutes is so crucial. You've got to have a, a, a quick to not only attempt to contact them, but also making sure to have something they can book into very quickly. And what we're testing out at the moment with the bots is that it's a very, it's a conversational bot that gets them booked into an appointment. So it's, it's essentially having your AI assistant and, and like a VA that's having a massive conversation in the first 20, 30 minutes while you're sort of doing your sessions. And then you get a commitment from them to book a phone call. And that is where that, that little, the little AI and little automation can definitely assist. But everything else you're doing after that in terms of make a phone call, get an automate, automated message going out to them. These are all things you have to do. You cannot wait for the AI to do everything for you. You've got to have that personal conversation dialing the phone. You've got to pick up the phone. Yeah, definitely. And I think the big thing here is, and I, I said this on one of our coaching calls um, on Tuesday that we ran, is mm-hmm. like I'm giving you what we did and this yeah. is what we found and we, we are running out with our clients. This is best practice, three yeah. calls a day, double dials. If you can't do that, that's completely fine. Like obviously if you can't get to clients in 20 minutes, I'm just telling you ideally what this is, what best practice would be. If yeah. I was to come into your business and to be there, this is what I would be doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. may also not believe in calling three people day, uh, three pe- people three times a day because you may feel it's harassment. Yeah. That's completely fine as well yeah. if you don't want to do that. Yeah. However, don't complain that leads aren't <laughs> leads aren't picking up the phone when we're telling you exactly what's happening in regards to best practice and what's getting the best results. Yeah. Right. So you can't have both. This is like a client who is not losing weight but still drinking alcohol. You're telling them to stop drinking alcohol and they're not doing it and they still keep complaining. You're like yeah. bashing your head against the wall. I'm telling you what to do. You're just not doing it. This is exactly the same thing. We're telling you or showing you guys what we do and what works really well. So take what you want, um, don't what you want, um, and then go from there. But that's the first 12 hours, okay? Now, from there, for me, nothing changes for the next five days. So I'm still doing three calls a day, morning, midday, and evening. Now, for me, ideally, I always wanted to call when people were available, essentially. Mm -hmm. So this worked best for me. So it was between 8 and 9.30 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. It was between 11 and 1, and it was between 4.30 and 8 p.m. Yeah. Okay. That was when I found people generally before work, lunchtime, after work. Ideally, most of my clients had a job, right? So that was the best time to contact them. Now, that was also the same time that I would book in my consultations. So that's why I would have, you know, from 4.30 till 8. So if I did have a consultation, it was still sort of in that time. All right. So double dial, double dial, double dial. Again, for me, I would send a manual text message in the morning and then an, uh, a manual text message in the afternoon. 
um, just because I like to send them manually because I would like to put a bit of humor mm. into my text messages as the week went on, right? <laughs> so as yeah. the week went on, depending on if they'd replied, if they'd not replied, I'd throw a bit of humor in there. Um, and you know, later in the week, some memes and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, that still gave me five points of contact per day. And then I just added in an automated email. Correct. Okay, so now I'm in the, in the email sequence as well, getting them in with um, some social proof type things, but also trying to get them to book in still through that emails. So we ran that day two um, to day five. Jackson, what, what would, would you, in regards to like automations, what you're saying, would you add anything to that? That's nuts and bolts. I, that's pretty good. I personally put a wooden touch to do too much of it because you're already doing a dialing. Uh, anything we're doing in the automation process in there is, these messages go out with booking links, but also in a value add. So we actually start giving out resources in the meantime, social yep. proof in the meantime. And these are what things that you can automate as part of your sales process to help you to try and just nudge them across. Because we know if you're not getting them onto a phone call after five days, like most, most leads are dead in the fitness industry. In fact, most sales are probably. And in, you just got to understand that if you're not getting them too quickly, you either shorten the process of contact in that first three, four days, or you lengthen it into, you know, 12 days, which means you're decreasing the chance of you actually being able to get on top of them. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And so that was day one to day five. That's pretty much everything that I had covered, right? Now, from day five to day 30, for me, it went to one call a day, mm-hmm. one manual phone call a day, a double dial. And this will, this will obviously also vary in the volume of leads that you have, okay? Mm-hmm. If you have a very low volume of leads, keep keep dialing them three times a day, Yeah. okay? If you have a low volume of leads, keep dialing them three times a day. We had a rather high volume of leads, right? So for me, you know, we were calling roughly, you know, four to five new leads a day. So you imagine by the end of the week, they're accumulating, mm. right? So every week, they're, every day they're coming in pushing through. So by the end of the week, you've got 20 new leads coming through. It, it adds up fairly quickly. So for me, day five to day 30, one call a day, one automated text message a mm-hmm. day, and one automated email per day. Yeah. So still yep. three points of contact, um, just obviously only one of them now being manual. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's that's exactly how we start our sequences. And that's how we start all our clients and would 100% recommend them making sure they do the dials because you got to have that combination of manually doing something in your fitness business and something that will supplement your follow-up process. Because we know most of us won't have the ability to manually follow up 20 plus leads, even 10 plus leads. So you give you 10 every single week, it's already getting very, very difficult. That's why we have the automation in place. But if you want to make more sales, like Brad said before, these are best practices. These are gyms that are running seven figures, the highest six-figure businesses on in each facility. They all have a dedicated person and, and the time frame that they book in their diary to contact the leads. You can't not contact them. Yeah. And then the, the other thing I think the biggest thing is this big misconception is how long this actually takes. Like how long does this take to do? Like people think, Brad, I don't have time to call leads three times a day. Mm-hmm. Well, if you pulled out your phone and looked at your screen time, I'd probably beg to differ. Yeah. Because for me, if you if you call someone and it rings all the way through, 
let's say that takes one minute, right? It doesn't. It's about 30 seconds. Let's say it takes yeah. one minute, right? Let's, so if you double dial someone, that's two minutes, mm-hmm. right? If you have 20 leads, that's now 40 minutes, right? It's not a huge amount of time. That's right. Correct. But again, it, you know, normally it's 30 seconds to dial. So if you were to manually dial someone twice, it's probably a minute, 20 leads, it's 20 minutes. 20 minutes, three times a day. You know, so that's, what's that? 60 minutes, an hour? Yeah, exactly. And let's say, you know, from those dials, you have five conversations. Each of those sort of conversations is, say, 15 minutes. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, giving a bit of a triage and getting them booked in for a consultation, it's an hour and 45 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so it's not a huge amount of time. What people think is they, you know, they multitask. They're there scrolling through Facebook and they're dialing at the same time. They're not being efficient. So yeah. for me, it was sit down. It's like, cool. The faster I get this done, the faster I can get in to do other things, go and train, go back and do some other things in my business. So yeah, exactly. pick up my phone, dial, hang up, dial again, hang up, quickly send a text message while it's dialing the next person straight away. Yeah. So it's just about being efficient as this. And again, the, the more you do it, the faster you'll get at it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as you know doing triages and things like that to speak to someone quickly, qualify them, get them in for a consultation. At the start, you know, I know people are doing you know thirty minute triages, <laughs> and you know for me in the end it was like you know five or six minutes. I'd have a quick chat with them. Hey, yep, they're a good fit. Let's jump on a second phone call to come in and actually sign up or come yeah. down to the club, whatever it would be at that point in time. So yeah, exactly. just about knowing that it doesn't take a massive amount of time. Again, I was speaking about 20 leads. Some people are sort of, you know, getting 15 a week. So at the start on Monday, you've got three calls to make. Exactly. You know, four calls to make, whatever it might be, or a couple that have dragged in from over the weekend. Yeah. So it's just about, you know, blocking time out in your calendar, being consistent, knowing that, you know, we still need to make calls. And I think the best way to put it is, you know, as health and fitness coaches, we always speak about this. It's it's a supplementation. Yeah. A automation is is to supplement the work you're already doing. It's not yeah. a replacement. Yeah. It will give you more ability to do more when you're a lot more efficient. And I think the one thing I do want to address is that it's it really is a change of mindset. We hear this a lot in the check-ins. Oh, I'm frustrated in uh, calling my clients that doesn't want to doesn't want to make changes. You just got. You just got to take that stance of don't take it personally, as a coach. It's like you can't make any changes, but you're there to discover those people you're able to work with. So you need to do the work and get through that process of calling through, speaking to them, do it very efficiently to get to the one you're able to make sales and understand that when you do make a sale, it's two and a half thousand dollars worth of lifetime value in your pocket. So think of it that way, and not think about the eight people you've spoken to before that that didn't want to do anything with their lives. Yeah. Again, like we hear all the time, like, oh, I've got all these bad leads at the moment. Yeah. Again, like for me, <clears throat> a good lead is someone who needs the, the service we're selling, right? Yeah. That's a good That's a good lead. Yeah. So people say, I've got all these bad leads. It's like, well, I don't believe they're bad. Mm. It may just be they're not ready just at the moment to, yeah. to purchase. So, that's right. But it doesn't mean they're, they're never going to be ready to purchase. So they're not Correct. you know, a bad lead. So it's how can we get hold of them? And again- Everyone we speak to is busy, right? Yeah. But they expect their prospect to have all this free time to take their phone call. It's <laughs> we need to understand that everyone's busy, not just us, right? That's so right. 
when we call someone at 8.30 in the morning, you know, me not knowing the person personally, you know, Jackson, if I called your wife at 8.30 in the morning, she's probably <laughs> getting the kids ready to school, if not driving them to That's school. Right. Like stuff's yep. happening. It might not be a great time to talk. Yep. And then at lunchtime, she might have had a personal call to call someone mm-hmm. in regards to something, you know, in her personal life outside of work. And yep. then in the afternoon, she might have been coaching the kids' soccer team that yep. night. Yep. You know, oh, they don't want to speak to me. Well, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Everyone has a life. Everyone's busy. So what yeah. are we doing consistently? Consistently is the answer, right? What are we doing consistently? And then what are we doing to actually make this person want to respond to us? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, what value are you adding? And this is why, again, this is why I add some humor and stuff towards day four or day five in regards to memes and things like that yeah. to break up the monotony of what we're doing and what, what they're seeing. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely think that we need to understand that people are busy. People still crave that human connection. We need to do, um, you know, some manual work and then automations allow us to you know, increase the volume yeah. and take some of the repetitive tasks out of our, out of our day. Yeah. Making us more efficient so you can make more sales calls. Mate, I love it. <laughs> Jackson, but absolute pleasure. Love chatting about you know automations and getting bookings with you as always. Guys, if you have any questions in regards to automations for your business, whether it's long-term lead nurture, reactivation campaigns, anything like that, Jackson Germain, reach out to him, um, Jackson Chen or ACR365. Um, and we'd love to obviously have you over inside of our free Facebook group, Fitness Business Secrets, where we produce videos like this completely free to help health and fitness business owners grow their uh, facilities, whether it's online or face-to-face. Guys, awesome. Have an amazing day. Jackson, we'll speak very soon. Catch up.